Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And we have a podcast that we are looking forward to presenting to all of you because this is one of those topics that when you pay attention, will make the difference between you being successful listing properties and not. And it's really that simple. And the title of today's show is called Don't Go If You Do Not Know. Now, first of all, I want to thank all of you for continuing to keep this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in at least the United States. That's really our an enormous honor for Julie and I to have maintained that level of performance for all of you for so long. And the great five-star reviews that you've been giving us on iTunes are also great. Julie and I really love reading those. It makes it encourages us, it motivates us, and lets us lets us know, reminds us that we're on the right track. And this is my um, this is my guilt trip for all of you. So you know that um, our birthdays just passed, and a lot of you didn't give us birthday presents. You know, don't. <laughs> do, I know. I realize there's you know tens of thousands of you listening, but we did keep track. We did. Right, but it's not too late. We know who you are. That's right. So it's not too late. We've got good news for you. You can still give us a birthday present, and the way. And by the way, uh, our birthdays aren't like we're not you know twins. We're you know married. <laughs> Three days apart. Three days. Well, one year, three days. Yes. Right. I'm a year older than Julie. All right. So here's the way for you to give us a birthday present in case you forgot and you know you did. Just go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. It's very simple. It takes two seconds. You're on iTunes right now uh, listening to this podcast. Scroll to the bottom and take about probably 30 seconds and give us a five-star review. Don't give us a four-star review. You know you want to give us a five-star review. It'll make you feel amazing, so please do it, and we will certainly appreciate the continued encouragement. All right, so today's podcast is for all of you who have finally gotten your acts together and you're ready to actually become professionals when it comes to focusing on listing homes. Listing homes, because all that you want in real estate comes from the leverage of being a listing agent. Julie? That's right. So this is called Don't Go, as in don't go to the listing appointment. If you don't know these things that we're going to talk about. So remember that correctly pricing your listings is also the most important thing that you've got to get great at because failure to do so will potentially get you fired, not to mention cost the seller time and money. Active listings do not appreciate, as in they do not go up in value, when they sit on the market. Your job is to price it to sell, not to sit. So this is what separates the best from the rest, and we're going to talk about those things. Sort of a random out-of-place point for the opener, the opening salvo. But well, it's really, all about price. You have right. to know these things to get the price right. Exactly. So the reason that Julie started with that, and the first point that she's about to read to you is because really at the end of the day, um, the, it's price, condition, and location. Now, in a really, really, really hot seller's market that most of you were spoiled by for 15 years, uh, you could have, you know, let's just be honest, kind of ratty condition and overpriced and not necessarily the greatest locations, and it would still sell for competing offers over less price. True. And some of you are about to experience that again because Julie and I are firm believers that interest rates, listen to me listeners, are going to go down. Interest rates are going to go down on mortgages. There's going to be a massive refi boom. There's going to be an unprecedented amount of pent-up demand that's going to come to the real estate market near you 
Now, hopefully that's going to shake free of some listing inventory. And when you're going out to talk with sellers, and hopefully you have lots of them who will also be buyers for you, that you, one of the conversations you're going to have to have is price, obviously. Now, here's the key. And please remember I told you this. When you are in a quickly inflating or appreciating housing market, pricing matters a hell of a lot less than if you're in a stable market or a market where basically in some markets you guys are experiencing where prices are actually falling. Not values necessarily, but just asking prices. So as we go through these points, do know that the number one thing you must know is getting an idea of what the seller thinks the house is worth. And one of the ways that Julie and I coach you to do it is point number one. That's right. So point number one, don't go if you don't know what the seller wants, needs, or even thinks it's worth. Pricing it right in the first place prevents future price reduction drama. Even if they're thinking it's worth more than the comparables, you have to know by how much and how they arrived at, quote, their price before you even arrive at the appointment. I'm going to do most of the talking because Julie's getting over her cold. So here's the script that we'll suggest, and we have lots of scripts like this. But the point is, and here's the thing, get it into your head, very clear. This is part of our seller prequalification script. You want to know what the seller thinks the house is worth before you go out. And very rarely are they going to tell you. And they're going to say little snidey things like, oh, that's your job to tell me what you think the price is and things like that. So what we've done is we've written scripts that'll make it so that they'll tell you conversationally what they think the house is worth. Because I have a little secret for all of you. Unless they live on the other part in another part of the world and they just inherited the property, right? And they have to look on a map to see the house. They know what their house is worth, or at least they have an opinion of what their house is worth. Every seller on planet Earth has an opinion, you know, if it's especially one they're living in, what their place is worth. Don't believe them when they say that they don't have an opinion. Just start out with that mindset. So we've written a lot of scripts to help you pull that number out of the seller. You know, so Mr. Seller, help me to understand when I'm working on the CMA for you, and, you know, CMA is basically like a real estate agent's version of an appraisal. It's going to take me maybe two, three hours. Um, so what's really matters, Mr. Seller, when I'm doing this for you is making sure I use the right comps. So what houses have you seen sell in your marketplace in lot, let's say the last six months that you thought were most similar to your property, most cl the closest to your house that I should be using as a comparable when working on your price? And you will find that the seller will then tell you what they have used when they were doing their own CMA on their house, thus saving you a lot of anguish. Now, again, don't be surprised if the seller thinks the house is worth more than it actually is. And don't lose the listing just because you have to overprice it. Because in this market, guess what's happening? You're going to see that houses are going to start quickly um, inflating. And I'm not going to use the word appreciate anymore, but they're going to quickly inflate uh, and now for how long? I think it's going to be a matter of months and then we're going to return to some sort of, I don't know, there's going to be a big coming to Jesus towards the end of the year is what my guess would be well, because I of would, inflation. I would agree with that. So there is a script when the seller inevitably says a price that is higher than what your comps are telling you because oftentimes, of course, they will. So when they say, tell you a price that you think is too high, big mistake is to just walk away from that appointment. Instead, you're going to dig deeper. You're going to say, that's interesting, Mr. or Mrs. Seller. How did you arrive at that price? And then listen carefully. They may have different comparables than you. They may have a secret or not so recent appraisal or other reasons for their thinking. Your strategy may be different once you know why they have that price in their head. And here's a secret. Sellers overprice out of either ignorance or arrogance. There's a big difference. Or greed. Or greed. That may be the arrogance part. But sellers in the new shifting market are also confused. So most agents are confused also about how to price. 
Agents overpriced due to lack of skill, but sellers overpriced due to ignorance or arrogance. So let's uh, sort of sort skip that those. out. Let's Can just, skip, let's just skip those two parts. Okay, so let's go on to point number two. The second thing you need to know is know the average days on the market. Now, we're just giving you little slices of the pre-qualification script. The seller pre-qualification script um, is... Uh, I'd say it's a page. It's an eight and a half by 11 with a lot of questions on it. And you write in the answers as you're going through these questions. And the script is written in such a way that it's conversation. You'll feel it's conversational. You'll feel comfortable using it. Uh, and really the big takeaway is you don't want to go on a listing until you know what their motivation is, what their time frame is, what they think the house is worth, whether you're competing with another um, you know, agent for the listing, whether there's a reload company involved. These are all the types of things that you need to know. And then when you follow the rest of our listing process, because remember our listing process, there's seven steps to it. Um, you proactively lead generate, then you pre-qualify, right? So this is the pre-qualification in essence prior to the listing appointment. Think how much more confident you will feel when you walk into the seller's house knowing all the answers to the questions that most agents are going to hope and pray that they pull out of the seller during the appointment. Don't go unless you know. Now, we don't mean that in the literal sense. What we're saying is, you know, try to avoid going on an appointment without actually having prepared yourself ahead of time. Otherwise, you're not being professional. Point number two. Point number two, don't go to the listing appointment if you don't know the average days on the market for properties like your subject property not just for the town or zip code it's in, but the actual subdivision or neighborhood. This helps set both your expectations as well as the sellers, and it helps you strategize with sellers who are both buying and selling. Which should they do first, for example? What kind of timing should they expect? Will you need to negotiate a lease back? And here's the secret, just because your town, city, or zip code has an average days on the market, a number of X, does not mean the micro market or neighborhood that your subject property in will be exactly the same as that. Yep, and that's true. And in, um, this is, you know, I have to say, this is an especially important message for those of you who've been in the business for a long time. You've not had to actually drill down and really learn the nuances of your individual neighborhoods. But streets, Julie just said it, there could be, like when Julie and I were selling real estate, there was East Beachwald and then there was West Beachwald, right? East Beachwald, the houses were cracker boxes. West Beachwald, there are mansions, right? Yes, big difference. <laughs> yeah, but sounds the same, but not the same. And then, even then, in West Beachwald, where the mansions were, you would have houses that were backing up to a ravine and a forest and eventually a river. And then the other side, you had houses that backed up. The, the, not bad, but not as good. You guys get the point? All these little nuanced differences. Well, here's another one. Is there an, e an easement for some big you know, gas pipeline in the backyard? Is there? You guys got to get to know all of these little houses and all these little details and all these little community attributes and detriments. Because when you go on that listing appointment with that seller and you're walking in there as an expert and all the other agents are just basically learning whatever their CMA program churned out and you're walking in there with the same information as other agents have, but you're also walking in there with that advanced higher level knowledge of the community and the neighborhood, and the neighborhood trends, what's the new construction, what's all these other things that's going on that might affect the sellability of their property, you're going to get the listing. You're going to get the listing just because you're more professional. Do you guys see how we've moved away from the, you know, all about me, narcissistic, you know, that kind of branding sort of whatever, whatever towards a market that's going to be dependent on agents with skill? Do you see how we're moving towards it's an agent base, basically agents that know how to answer questions, know how to solve problems, know how to get sellers to 
um, you know, translate and sort of decipher all the hieroglyphs that's going on from, you know, this bank having this problem, interest rates this way, different things happening, you know, when all over the world, all these sort of external stresses, you're going to be the agent that wins when you know how to, to essentially translate all this for them so they feel confident moving forward. Where the other agents, they're not going to have your level of professionalism. That's what coaching is all about. Right now on this podcast, we're not coaching you. We're training you. There's an enormous difference between coaching and training. Training is you're just listening and hopefully you're learning. Coaching is lots of questions and helping you self-discover your own questions. Coaching is more deliberate, but it's the process automatically makes it so that the, uh, the learning is more deeply rooted. We're going to say things and we've said things that you've probably already forgotten on today's podcast in the last 12 minutes. But during a coaching session, what you discover is the actual coaching that happens makes it so that you remember and it becomes part of your DNA. Do not confuse training, which is what we're doing now with coaching, which is something that frankly is not necessarily for all of you. It costs money. It's going to require time commitment. It's going to essentially, it, for a lot of you, it's going to be the litmus test as to whether or not you're serious about your business or not. Oh, it's accountability. Well, it is, and which a lot of people don't want. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can join our coaching program for free. The entry-level co- program we have is called Premier Coaching. The links are in the description for uh, the podcast and also over on our YouTube channel, or you can just go to premiercoaching.com and you can join for free. That's really uh, the best way to get started. Now, if you're wanting an invor- a more advanced coaching relationship where you want to you know, explore your different one-on-one coaching uh, options, you can text me directly and I'll uh, point you in the right direction. You can just go to our website, timandjulieharris.com. But either way, it's a special call out for those of you who want to make this your market. The way you make this your market is you become incredibly effective at knowing how to you know, essentially proactively lead generate, pre-qualify, present, negotiate, and close, and then very good with lead follow-up. You get good at those things, you're going to make an enormous amount of money helping thousands of people in this market because of this market. Point number three. Point number three, don't go to the listing appointment if you don't know the list-to-sell price ratio for properties like your subject property. Now, that is the difference between the list price and what it actually sells for list to sell price ratio. Again, this sets expectations. So are homes selling for 100% of the list price? 105% they're going over the list price? Or are they negotiating down to 95% of the list price? Is this a neighborhood where you can expect to get well over list? Or is there enough competition that you'll have to negotiate? Again, setting the seller's expectations. You know, a lot of our listeners, the listing agents, they've had instances where they were all excited to get a full list offer and then the seller wants to counter it over because they didn't set the expectations. Point number four, know the number of homes competing with your subject property. What are you up against? And remember, don't forget new construction. Is that the only choice? What are the seller, where are the pers- uh, prospective buyers also going to be picking through when they're comparing your house? Now, I'm going to get with point three and four. I want you to keep something in mind. Please pay very close attention to what I'm about to tell you. We're, again, we think interest rates are going to go down on mortgages. We don't think interest rates are going to continue to increase. We've been saying this for, what now, two years, a year at least, where we did not think mortgage interest rates were going to go much higher than they already have. They're going to stabilize, and we think they're going to be kept low because of the fact that, frankly, there's no, um, you know, even though their inflation rate is high, there's nothing really the government can do at the end of the day. Um, that's really the bottom line. Again, we're not going to get political, but if I say another word, it's going to sound like I'm being political, so I'm not going to do it. So here's what matters. Here's why, why this is relevant to you. You need to realize that we're probably going to be entering into what feels very much like a seller's market again. 
So we just told you a bunch of, I would say, basic, more drilled down training on how to uh, do a CMA and price a home to sell. But if you find yourself in a market, combining point three and four here, where there's no inventory, where you know interest rates are falling, where you know there's a lot of buyers out there looking for uh, uh, types of properties that you're about to list, then you need to feel comfortable, ready for it listeners, actually doing something that is against one of our rules, which is maybe even overpricing it based on the comps, because the market will meet the house, uh, the market will meet the new price that you're putting on it, you're just anticipating it. So this is going back to the first thing I said, or first thing Julie and I were talking about today. Do not lose a listing in a market like this. If the seller has to sell, right, if you, and we're gonna get to motivation tomorrow, but if the seller has to sell, it's on there, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to, uh, if they have to sell, you have to list it. If that means you have to overprice it to take it in a market like this, where the market, where the buyers probably will pay up and pay uh, whatever the elevated price is, even though it's more than the last comps, you're probably going to be right as rain, obviously within reason. Right. And assuming that you've done your homework and you know that you're virtually the only thing even available in that subdivision and that the previous sales have been escalating in price that days on the market are very low, that list to sell price ratio is very high. That's why we're saying don't go unless you don't go until you know these things so that you go prepared because house A that you're going on tonight will not be the same as house B you're going on tomorrow night even if they're even in the same city or zip code. You really have to know the differences. Well, frame this out, Jules. So you're going on a listing appointment, you're competing with two or three other real estate agents. The other real estate agents are going to use yesterday's sales. They're going to use traditional comps sure. to come up with the price. Because you listen to this podcast today, because you know the market's about to frankly hyperinflate. Ooh, that may have sounded political, but there you go. And because you know interest rates are going down, because you know mortgage applications are going through the roof, because you know there's going to be a surge of buyer activity. All the other agents are beating on that seller to lower the price or right. have the, maybe it's an expired and they're saying, well, you got to lower the price. You now have advanced knowledge because you listen to this podcast. You're probably even a coaching client. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go in there and you're going to tell the seller, Mr. Seller, I realize everyone else is telling you 600,000 or 599 or 589, but here's the thing. I know these things are happening and I think we have uh, actually more room in the price and we can actually price this at maybe 615, 625, and we'll actually get that price. And here are the reasons why. Now, that could be something that the seller is going to use as their excuse or their rationalization for wanting to hire you, not because you lied to get the listing, no. not because you bought the listing, but because you had market knowledge of the direction the market was going. You guys get it? You gave them the actual facts. Right. Because here's what will happen. The house will go for sale at a low if you if they list with another uh, you know, agent. And then the house would have for five eighty nine, let's say the a neighbor's, you know, they would have sold right away. The neighbor's house would have come for sale for say six, you know, uh, you know, nineteen or something. That seller is going to hate that pre that other list their listing agent forever because they felt like they left money on the table because the other agent didn't have the advanced knowledge that comes from knowing before you go and actually knowing how to do CMAs. Yes. Now, conversely, tomorrow's appointment could be in a condo building where you do the comps, and because there's a hundred condos in that building. There's maybe 15 that are still that are active on the market, and you see really long days on the market. You dig down and you find out why is that? Well, maybe this is the only building that has a $1,500 a month HOA fee, and maybe people aren't down with that. So it's going to take longer to sell. You have more competition, and you can't go high. And maybe there's new uh, roof assessment where everyone's going to have to shovel in five grand to 
have some new flat roof installed yes, or whatever. Yes, and meanwhile, whatever. there's new construction down the street. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, it turns out the you know building wasn't uh, built with modern plumbing, and now everything's gonna. You guys get it. <laughs> right. So all of these little nuance difference will oftentimes make the difference between you are being perceived as a professional and being a professional. What the market has been focusing all of you on, what you maybe have been focusing on, is being perceived as a professional through your marketing and your branding, not being a professional from what you actually know from the services you can actually provide, from the skill set you've actually you know, earned. You guys get the difference? One is faking it. The other is actually doing it and being the real person that you, I assume, hope to have always been when you got your real estate license. Do you get the difference, listeners, between what Julie and I do and what everyone else does? Hopefully you do. By the way, Julie, yes. um, you know, NAR is basically, uh, you know, calling us America's number one real estate coaches, I know, as you know. that's pretty amazing. Which is cool, yeah, and so a bunch of other people. And it's fascinating to me because five years ago, let's say, or even four years ago, someone would have listened to our messaging, and at the same time, there would have been 100 people out there telling agents to do marketing and branding, marketing and branding. And now the whole world feels like it's pivoting back towards uh, our messaging. Now, why is that true? Because it's the truth. Because everyone intuitive, intuitively, innately knew what we were saying was true. It's just that in a past market where there was FOMO, fear of missing out, where everything was selling itself, you could probably do okay and actually um, not have that great of a skill set. And Julie, I mean, God bless your new coaching clients, but that's a lot of what you're experiencing. Absolutely. It is. And, you know, they're being very proactive very quickly. So, you know, kudos to all of you guys that are in my new schedule they're getting to work, they're drilling down, and they are getting really great results because as it turns out, when you actually have real conversations, real contacts, using real scripts with skill, you do get results a lot faster than, you know, funneling somebody through your CRM and dripping on them for 20 years and hoping that they someday feel inspired to maybe call not just, you know, the other five agents doing the same thing, but you. The shiny object syndrome that a lot of you don't know or didn't know that you have, you're now discovering that you need to go to shiny object syndrome recovery. Well, that's a lot of what Julie's experiencing, frankly, in her coaching schedule are a lot of agents that are saying, you know, I want to continue to be successful. I realized that the market was providing the wind in my sails. And now that market is stabilizing, I'm feeling the fact that I need to figure out how to, you know, flap my own wings and get back to the altitude that I was at. That is going to be something that's going to be dependent on skill. Does this resonate with you? Well, if it does, Julie, are you caught? Don't you have two more agents that you, how many more agents? Yes. I only maybe three spots available. I'm getting pretty well booked, but okay. yes, I can take three more people on. Okay. So if you're interested in being coached by Julie. Only if you're serious. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. You, and some of you, last few of you have done a really good job of this. E, uh, text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206, and do give me a background. Don't, you know, tell me about how many homes have you sold? How long you've been in the business? Tell me about your um, your family. Tell me, Give me all, kind of like pre-qualify yourself, right? And then we'll have a conversation. It'll save a lot of time. Um, and then if I think you're a good fit for Julie, then I'll match you up with Julie, and then you, you guys will have a call. And then she decides if she wants to coach you, and you would decide if you want to be coached by her. And not everyone's a good fit for Julie. And sometimes it's going to be a financial reason. Sometimes it's going to be a, um, frankly, we might uh, want you to go with one of our other coaches because the other coaches are less money than Julie, and that'll be a good place to start. And based on your experience level, that might be not only a better place for you to start, well, but a better place for you to start financially, really. You can work with one of our coaches, you can other coaches, you can not have to pay as much, and you're going to get a great result. And then when you're ready, you can upgrade to Julie kind of thing. So those are the conversations we'll have. So if you're interested in being coached personally by Julie, 
Um, do text me directly at 512-758-0206. I have had some of you ask me if um, I'm taking on any clients. The answer is I'm hoping not to. But if you really want to put up with me every single week and have me in your head every single week. Know what you're signing up for. Know what you're signing up for. You could text me too. And do, you know, in the text, let me know who you're focusing in on. 512-758-0206. And let's start that conversation. In the meantime, guys, please do remember to give us a five-star review on iTunes. It means the world to us. What iTunes does is when they see the reviews, especially the five-star reviews, they start recommending the podcast to other real estate agents. And that's always been one of our primary drivers to pick up more subscribers to our podcast. We certainly appreciate your continued support. We'll pick up where we left off uh, today, tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.